What up, what up, what up? You're now listening to the Go Talk Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Travia Scott, and my brother, Eric Scott. We're going to be bringing you the greatest basketball conversation of all time. We're going to talk basketball, basketball, and hmm, basketball. So if you want to become a part of the family, become a part of the conversation, subscribe, share, and tell a friend. We're located on various streaming platforms such as Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thank you, and enjoy the pot. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, man? It is the day. The day is here. That right now, this is like, you know, what? We're talking about Zion, right? You you talking about that's the day I'm talking about. Thank you talking about. You talking about Zion, man? We, I'm definitely talking about Zion, man. William, the man, the one and only. So many NBA franchises. So so much money. Like I get, I can just hear the money turning. Like so many like top executives, like at all these companies that are gonna, you know sponsors Zion, like so much money is turning right now. I just feel it. And they're just waiting for these ping pong balls to drop and see where he goes, man. Man, has he um has he signed a shoe deal yet? Nah. Nah, I, I think he has to wait till he's drafted. I'm not really sure, but I mean at this point nothing can really mess this up for him going to the to the league. I mean he's 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 already declared for the draft, man. He could have got a shoot probably right then. <laughs> so, right. you know, I don't really – I wonder, like, like you know, like Puma did, like, a crazy thing last year, and they signed, like, what, Marvin Bagley Jr. They signed DeAndre Ayton. They signed a couple of young cats, um, you know what I'm saying, with a shoe deals. And I was kind of doubtful because it's Puma. But I think I saw one of them that looked pretty cool. But I'm wondering, like – you know, considering that Nike had that shoe that bust on Zion, uh, Zion, in, in the middle of that game, you know, like you know, will another? Because Nike seems like the favorite always. But do you think? Do you think like another shoe brand, like like unexpectedly, like Puma or like even New Balance, might have a chance at signing Zion? I mean, everybody's still trying. Everybody's trying to give Nike a run for their money. Nike obviously has the leg up. I think you know, you kind of the bigger companies are always going to have the leg up. Um, Nike definitely. I think Adidas. I've been. I've read something about them. Like he, he used to wear some. Uh, he used to wear some Adidas like in high school. Um, I really don't know. Like you said, Puma. I was. I was looking at some of those shoes. Uh, I think the Marcus Cousins signing them too. Like you know, I was. I was thinking, what yeah, Boogie signed, signed to Puma? Seemed like they like they. They're going with the big man. Like you know. Cause not a lot of big men have you know shoe deals, so that's that's pretty cool to see a lot of big men get some shoe deals. Um, that's so risky, like, cause big men traditionally don't sell shoes either. Like, yeah, they, like just you know, 
You know, I mean, I know it's a new. I guess you know it's a new NBA and big man like Embiid. Like if Embiid has some fly ass shoes, I I look at those. I take yeah. a look at them. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind giving me you some know, Embiid fours. You know, the process nines. <laughs> like I wouldn't mind process nines. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't mind some of those. Yeah, you know, I I could definitely rock with that. He seems like the one guy cool enough to like sell some shoes as a big man. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as personality goes, because I have no idea what somebody like Aiden, I don't know what Aiden's like. I don't know. But, but yeah, man. But, you know, I, I get on a tangent real easily. But Zion, you know, I I mean, obviously, I think Zion should sign with Nike. But I can, I can see Adidas pulling that off. You know, Adidas is, is you know, they're, they're nice. So, I, I can, they got James Harden. You know, they got some other, they got Trey Young. You know, they, they. Yeah. Like, I, they got it. They got a nice roster. I I could see Adidas really swooping in with the, you know, and making making Zion the face because he can't. I feel like he could get lost in the shuffle at Nike, especially with they got so many yeah. big, you know, so many guys in their prime that are like, you know, they're selling shoes. You know, you got PG, you got KD, you got LeBron, Kyrie. You know, Giannis. Giannis just released a shoe, so. Giannis has yeah, some shoes. man, some Giannis. Like he got some shoes. They just dropped them for the playoffs. So, uh, well, how they look? They look. They look. I. Right. You know, the, to me, the first shoe isn't really. You know, a guy's first shoe isn't like his best. All right, you know, it looks all right. I gave him a generic little package there. You know, <laughs> so probably trying to see how many people are actually interested in buying them and what directions they need to take. But the Greek freak ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing's worse than Steph Curry's first shoe. You know what I mean? What you talking about with uh, Under Armour, you mean? Oh, yeah, Under Armour. Like, that. See, that's how you know, they look like a pair of New Balances. That's what I'm talking about. The all white dad nines. <laughs> yeah, the dad nines. Yeah, they, they got him. They got him. They got in on him with that one. Like, he had the all white dad nines on. I, think, I forgot what, what finals that was. That was either like the, it was one of his first finals appearances. And, he debuted them shoes, and everybody was like, whoa, nigga. <laughs> like, what? what are those? Oh, like, we're supposed to come with the heat, man, not with the, not with the all-white, bro. It's like, like I, I guarantee the shoe, the shoe was actually straight, like the like body and stuff, but, bro, you come with the all-white. That's not. Oh, right. like, you could tell, like, he. He didn't have much oversight, as like not definitely not as much as he should have. Like he probably just trusted the creative team too much, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm just out here hooping. Y'all just y'all just go here and release it, man. I trust you." And like <laughs> he probably never trusted me. Yeah, uh, it's like yo, you kind of double down. Like yeah, I'm aware. I'm like yeah, you kind of got to now. So <laughs> wait, yeah, I hope you get some new colorways, buddy. <laughs> right, like, come on, man. That was the worst, dude. The worst, man. So I know, yes, yeah, so, yes, yeah, Zion. He's he's definitely gonna get a huge. I I wonder if they track like what's the biggest grossing shoe deal for you know a rookie because I feel like it's just automatic that Zion is gonna break that number, like whatever it is. I know, I know, LeBron signed a big deal coming out of high school. Um, I'm trying to think. KD probably signed a really big deal. I just wonder, like, what that check. Is gonna be because I'm going to the store. Like, I mean, like, I'm gonna take a look. Like, I'm a window shopper, I don't buy a lot of shoes, but I definitely want to see what the Zions would look like, you know? Yeah. Like, 
convince me to buy it. Like I could be persuaded, you know, especially if he gets drafted to the Hawks. I can be easily persuaded. I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting those. If we if Zion comes to the Hawks, like <laughs> if now we can we can slightly pivot to this let's look at the bottom five teams. Okay, the Hawks, the Hawks have the fifth fifth worst odds to uh get Zion right now. Um yeah. Who we got the Hawks, we got the uh, the Knicks, of course, uh the Suns, you got the um the Bulls and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, there are many other teams like they, they fly in the lottery odds. There are many other teams with you know lower odds, but they still have like those odds are pretty good to actually get into the top four and maybe even get to the you know number one pick. And so like this lottery is gonna be probably the the wildest thing. Then you got this, you know, franchise altering player. It's like everybody's on the edge of their seat right now. New York fans, especially, I would say. So what 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 teams are you do you think Zion kind of fits best? Um I think the big, you know, obvious team is not even me just being a Hawks fan, but you know, the national media and other analysts are all saying it like you want Trey Young throwing lobs to Zion and John Collins. Like you want that. Like the the NBA community wants that. Like they've seen what Trey could do. I mean, he gets Dwayne Dedman dunks. He gets Alex Lynn dunks. And he gets John Collins just the most ridiculous dunks. Because, I mean, come on, John, that boy got hot. So, can you imagine Trey and Zion hooking up on a fast break? Like, I just, I feel sorry for the rim. I think we have to replace the rim like halfway through the game because it's just going to, like, I can just imagine Shaquille O'Neal level of just shaking the whole. The whole backboard, man. Like it's the Hawks, man. It's the Hawks. You, you, come on, for the fun of the league, for the culture of the league, for just the youth movement, you got to put John and Zion and Trey together. You got to do. It. I think I've been preaching this. If the NBA were smart, because if the NBA were smart, they would definitely send the Hawks, send Zion to Atlanta, like. Every right now, out of all those bottom five teams, the Hawks have the most stable franchise, the most like promising young core. Like, uh, I, I also I like the I like the Chicago Bulls core, uh, but he went. I don't think he would fit well with them. Um, you know, Suns have a lot of talent, but they just I, they're like they need a rework from top down to get everything right. You know, like. Um, that's what the Hawks did. We got, you know, we got new ownership. Then we we get a good GM in there. The GM, you know, makes the right co- like he he got it all right from top down. Culture change and like we we said a couple uh pods ago where we were like you know Steve Coonan the the CEO like they they've been making this culture change for years and yeah. I think that there's definitely like a. Uh, NBA, like I told you, I'm an NBA conspiracy theorist, and I believe in the NBA Illuminati and all of that. I don't believe in the real Illuminati, but with the NBA, <laughs> I definitely believe that, like, those top guys, there's no there's no way that they don't have these conversations and they have influences on the league. Like, 
Zion to the Hawks makes like he doesn't probably fit one hundred percent the best, maybe. But as far as like what he can be and everything else along with that, he can do that best with the Hawks. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. Like positionally, it's one of those things where he has the height of a small forward. You know, he's what six seven, six six, somewhere in that range. But he has the weight, you know, and the build of like a power forward, and even like a small ball center. If you kind of throw Draymond kind of you know into that conversation as far as a comparison, um, but we got a we got a power forward. We got John Collins. So him and John Collins kind of. You know, they kind of duplicate each other in some ways as far as just being high flyers, you know. Uh, but I, I love what Zion does on the perimeter. He can, he can, he can play defense. He can lock you down. He can, he's so versatile, man. Like, I, I wonder if he could play the three. Like, I'm not going to put any limits on him, you know. He's a incredibly talented guy who can do pretty much anything he puts his mind to, seems like. So maybe he could play the three in the NBA. Maybe he's a four. So you're right. The fit isn't. A hundred percent what you want it to be, but screw that, man. Like you just make it work. Like, dude, you just make it work. You just you go out there and hoop. And I don't think anyone's gonna take a charge from Zion. Like who who's gonna stand in front of this guy? <laughs> so who's gonna tell you in that in that regards? He can I think he can play whatever position he wants to. Because once he get in the lane, he, he's buckets. He's buckets. Yeah, he's man. Buckets. He's he's definitely like I definitely think that the like I said, it would be in the best interest of the NBA. Now, I do think the NBA know this. Like they know this. They 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 can't, you know, it's been written about. I've been seeing definitely over the past two or three weeks, the, the national media has been ramping up, you know, the Atlanta hype. And um I like it. Yeah. And of course, New York is always going to be like, you know, I, I feel like the league knows probably they can't they can't really go. They can go wrong with New York, but like. They won't they know it would kind of be like the Patrick Ewing situation with New York, you know, the 1985 draft or something like that with, you know, the frozen envelope and the like that's where it all starts with uh, I like if you go back and watch that video of like the 1985 draft with Patrick Ewing was like put Patrick Ewing being Zion and you know they they're wanting to the NBA kind of wants to sit a culture change and having a star in New York is a big thing and you know I don't really think that they don't really need Zion in New York because there's rumors of him going you know they they're trading him if you know he he goes to New York. There's rumors of, you know, them trading him for Anthony Davis, especially with free agency. It's just too much like going on questions with the Nick organization for me, at least, you know, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing Zion in New York as far as like, you know, big market. I'm sure he'd be like, it would be instantly, like he'd be instant star. I mean, definitely. But in Atlanta, it's just, it makes more sense. Like with the young core, like you kind of see the pieces. Like we said, it doesn't fit well. Like not, I mean, it, I'm not gonna say it doesn't fit well because I, I, I do see like lineups where John is gonna be playing the five, and Zion is gonna be playing that four. So you're gonna give him time. He's gonna spend time at the four, but primarily, I think long term, I personally would like to see Zion at the three personally. But yeah. I don't know if. That's- now, yeah, I like 
I think New York is a type of city because it's such a big market. No matter what franchise or what sport you're talking about, they're just not they're not a town for a rebuilding team. They're a town for we want it right now. We want to like you know Knicks fans are so delusional. They're like, oh, we're gonna draft Zion and we're gonna sign Kyrie and we're gonna sign Kevin Durant and we're gonna win the whole championship next year. Like they like so they always want it all all at one time. And I just. I don't want Zion to go to a market where he's expected to be an all-star off top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want him to come to, you know, a, a lesser market such as Atlanta where everybody knows, okay, he's going to be good in Atlanta, but this team still needs a couple of years to get, you know, to that championship level. But let me ask you this. Okay. If we say the Hawks would be a great fit and we say the Knicks would be a, a good fit as well, what is the one team, if they landed Zion, that you would just say, oh, fuck, nobody wants to see this guy play there? <laughs> like not there or anywhere but Cleveland. like what's that team? <laughs> Cleveland. It's it's between Cleveland. It's really Cleveland, man, because I feel like <laughs> no one wants to see that dude in Cleveland. Like seriously, if you went it's it's between Cleveland and Phoenix, maybe. Phoenix simply because of their organization. Because Phoenix has a young talent. I'm not I'm not yeah. even like it's it's no question with their talent. Like they have Devin Booker. Uh yeah. Me and, you, me and you were talking recently, and I was saying I would like if if Zion were traded to the like not traded to the Hawks, but like we drafted Zion, I would pull off a trade for Devin Booker, and maybe you know you you were you speed up the timeline of the rebuild, maybe one or two seasons or something, because I feel like Kevin Hardy will maybe never be Devin Booker, but at the same time, it kind of puts you know it 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 puts a star in that position. Trey Young's a budding star. Like you, 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 you jail that. You can, you get what I'm saying. Like you, you split yeah. that timeline just a little bit, and um, I wouldn't mind doing that. But Phoenix right now, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't send Zion there. Cleveland, no. Uh, they just have a lot of. It's still shambles. It's still in shambles from the whole LeBron era. You know, it's still like you got. You know, J.R. Smith still on the roster. Uh, you know, they don't really have, they don't, they're not, they're unsure about Colin Sexton and he's really the only young piece there. I would want to send, send Zion to a team with young pieces. Um, and then him and Kevin Love is a hard fit. Like, do you push Kevin Love to the five? Yeah. Um, and then play Zion at the four Kevin and Kevin Love never, he never really wanted to play the five when he, he played the five because LeBron was like, you do it so he can win a championship. But you know what I'm saying? And he only did it in a Spurs. I don't know. It's just, I mean, then it's, you know, and I, I like Colin Sexton, man. I think he's a good young player. I think he's, you know, he's a he's a two-guard trapped in the point guard's body. But, I mean, for a guy that sometimes struggles to get two assists in a whole game, like, do you really want him paired up with Zion? Like, Zion automatically get him, like, four or five assists a game because he's going to be throwing lobs. But that's like, come on. I mean, anybody could do that when Zion's on the court. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not it's not a great fit, man. And it's Cleveland. Like, no one wants – it's just not fair either. Like, how many times has Cleveland gotten the number one pick? Like, they got Andrew Wiggins number one. They got Anthony Bennett number one. And that was a terrible, terrible – like, like, both of those guys are like – like, both of those guys are let down. No, nobody's a bigger let down than Anthony Bennett. But – um, but like, I mean, I mean, you get LeBron number one, like LeBron should be your only number one draft pick for like a whole generation. Like you, you hit the lot, literally hit the lottery. After that, you should not be allowed to get Zion after you experience LeBron. Like that's just, 
that just wouldn't even be fair. Like that's that would be rigged if you if I like you said the Illuminati. If <laughs> if 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 this guy goes to Cleveland or if he goes to Dallas, it's Illuminati. If you ask yeah. me, um, especially with the Dallas, I'm more so on that with the Dallas thing because then that's just some some real like I, I don't <laughs> I would be. <laughs> Is that's honestly, you know, we have we have Dallas's pick if it falls outside of the uh, top five. I was listening yeah. to the Locked On Hawks podcast, and guy gave a really good uh, breakdown of like the worst case scenario and the best case scenario for the Hawks in the draft, like the lottery, because like we have we're not only trying to reach for Zion, but it's like we have the Dallas pick. And, you know, we're going to keep our – we got our pick regardless. But our pick can fall as low as, like, nine. And, like, the worst-case scenario is, if like, we get, like, the ninth pick and the Dallas Mavericks end up with a number one overall pick and they get yeah. this year and we, you know – they get the number one overall pick. They get to get Zion and all of it. Like, it would be just rubbing in the face. It just feels so, like, it just feels... It would be... I would throw up, man. I would just... It would just feel dirty, okay? I don't even want to see that. I will be so pissed. I will become a lifelong Dallas Mavericks hater. And- it would just feel so forced. Like, I mean, you got Luca, and now you got the yeah. three thug. You know what I'm saying? You got, the, you got Porzingis thug life. And he's over there, you know, beating up people in bars and, you know. But anyway, it's just, no, don't force Zion just to Dallas just because you got Luca over there. Like, that's, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see, no disrespect to Dallas, but I want, I want, I want, I want Zion to go somewhere he can run and dunk and just be fast and be great. And, you know, with the, the, with the two European guys there, they're good, but they're slow as shit. Like they're gonna be running this this half pay this half court offense that you know nice step backs here and there and that's cool but yeah, come on man we want Lob City you know what I mean we want yeah. we want Lob City reincarnated in Atlanta man or even you know I'll give um like it it would it would definitely be exciting if he went to New York and Dennis Smith Jr. and and Zion together would just be dunking nonstop like even that would be just so much sexier than him in Dallas. Like, come on, man. Like, uh, that that would be, behind Cleveland, that would be the the worst place, in my opinion. And I, I would block everyone from Dallas on my whole tweet Twitter, you know, account. Like, I do not want to see the tweets. I would not want to see the, the hot takes. I would, nah, nah. Man, I don't want to see that either. And... I got to go, but really quickly, really quickly, there is a game tonight. There is a game. There is a game. Golden State Warriors versus the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Who do you have in that series, and who do you have winning the game tonight? Also, who needs to step up, or what's going to be the key for tonight? Keys to the game. (laughs) Keys, keys. I got the keys. Yo, um... Um, Portland wins tonight. You know, we talked about it uh, a little bit before. You know, if if ever you want to steal a game from Golden State, you got to hit them in game one, man. They they're just never really ready until you hit them in the mouth. So you can you can take game one. Um, I think um, you know, and K- KD's not playing, so that helps. Um, so yeah, uh, Trailblazers take game one. They take game three, um, three or four. I'll say they take game. They take game four. 
They take game four, um, but the series is over in six. Um, 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 Golden State wins in six. But, you know, um, and it's all about Steph versus Dane. And I think that those are the keys, man. Dame is a major key, and 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 Steph is a major key. Those are the those are the two keys to the series. Um, I'm pretty much the same way. Uh, I think Portland needs this game tonight, so I'm gonna give Portland the edge. They got KD. I think they smell. KD, like you said, KD is out. They smell blood. They need to go ahead and get this game. So I'm I'm predicting that Portland goes ahead and get it uh, for the series. I already said if Portland doesn't win tonight, they may they may get beat in five. Like it, like they they may get beat in five uh, because I do feel like they'll win a game in uh they'll win a game in um in Portland. But if they don't win tonight, I don't think they're gonna win in Golden State. Uh, at least it's for the uh, first go round of uh, home games. So, um. Yeah, and my my keys are yeah, Damon stuff. It's point guard battle. This is good for you know point guard revolutionary basketball. You know it's it's gonna be a good point guard matchup. Uh, two similar style point guards. I predict a lot of back and forth threes between Damon Damon stuff. Definitely gonna somebody's gonna get into the show them up game, and I feel like whoever kind of um plays that smarter game. It's gonna really be um really be the, the victor. So in order for Portland to win, they're gonna need the effort from everybody. In order for Golden State to win, I think they need that effort from Steph. Um so those are my takeaways, those are my keys. I got you. I feel it, man. I'm feeling it. But I gotta go ahead and get out of here, man. We we uh, you know, good episode. We talked about Zion, we talked about, you know. The keys to the game, but the shoes. We talked about the shoes. About the shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm going to get in here, man. All right, man. Get that money. All right. Peace. Thank you listen to another episode of the goat talk podcast co-hosted by yours truly travius scott and my brother eric scott together with the scott bros and we're bringing you the greatest basketball conversation of all time become a part of that conversation or the fam by subscribing we're located on various streaming platforms google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thanks. And be a goat. Bye.